0: Welcome to Ruling Sports, a podcast giving you a playbook for life. I'm your host, Alicia Jessup. Join me as I interview athletes, leaders, and innovators to uncover their game plans for success and give you insights to rule your life. Let the play clock begin. William Shakespeare once wrote, Our doubts are traitors and make us lose the good we oft might win by fearing to attempt. How do you overcome doubt? Even more, how do you overcome doubt in the face of insurmountable odds? Today's guest is someone who knows how to overcome doubt to achieve the unprecedented. Drafted in the first round of the 2014 NFL Draft by the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ryan Shazier experienced a dream come true after playing football since the age of five years old. But the road to the NFL wasn't clear. Ryan battled alopecia and scoliosis as a kid. Yet, through exercising faith and strategies to stay positive, he beat the odds and made it to the NFL. In this episode, Ryan discusses the emotions he felt when he had his name called in the first round of the NFL Draft. He also talks about what he learned from the Steelers culture and the Rooney family. In 2017, Ryan was at the height of his career. He made the Pro Bowl, the Steelers exercised a team option on his contract, and he was putting up incredible statistics. But on December 4th, in a game against the Cincinnati Bengals, the unthinkable happened. Ryan collided with the Bengals receiver and suffered a spinal contusion that left him paralyzed. In this episode, Ryan opens up not only about that moment, but the mindset he adopted to walk again. That's right. Ryan walked again. Ryan's story is an incredible lesson for others on what it takes to overcome doubt and achieve the unexpected. He gives listeners tangible advice on what they need to do in their own lives as they work towards the highest goals. These days, Ryan is really busy encouraging others. He recently published a book entitled Walking Miracle How Faith, Positive Thinking, and Passion for Football brought me back from paralysis, and helped me find purpose. He also is the host of a new podcast called Don't Call It a Comeback in partnership with Wondery. Through the Ryan Shazier Fund for Spinal Rehabilitation, he also provides funding and resources for others experiencing spinal cord injuries. If you're looking for inspiration, this episode is for you. Ryan's story and recovery are testimony to what can be done if doubt is silenced. So now, join me in welcoming Ryan Shazier to The Ruling Sports Podcast. Ryan, welcome to The Ruling Sports Podcast. I'm so excited to talk to you today about your career journey and what you're up to now.
1: Nice to meet you. Thank you for having me.
0: What goal, quote, or mindset has guided your life?
1: That's a, that's a tough one. Uh, I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's that's one. Uh, I have a, a a quote that's you know it's called Shaliv. Uh, it's just like believing in yourself, believing in Shazir. I kind of made that word up, but those are kind of the things that kind of help me kind of push through every single day.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I I'm a Christian as well, so that's an important quote in my life that you shared. The verse. Let's start from the beginning. Your faith is very important to you, but tell us a little bit about where you grew up and what you were into as a kid.
1: Yeah, so I'm from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Pretty much my whole life, I've always been into football. So I've been playing football since I was five years old. Uh, my dad, he was a coach for a little bit, and then he became a pastor. Um, and my mom and my brother, we all just loved the game of football. So from the age of five all the way until I was 25 years old, one thing that I've always done we we'll just play football and just love the game
0: Football is no joke in Florida. I spent four years teaching at the U, so I know a little bit about football in Florida. Like you mentioned, you got involved in football as a five-year-old, but it wasn't always an easy path. You faced some hurdles early on being diagnosed with alopecia, which is an autoimmune disorder that caused you to lose your hair as a five-year-old. You then battled scoliosis as you worked toward a position as a division one football player. How did you stay positive amidst
1: all this? So one of the things that my, my family did a really good job of was constantly bringing positivity to me and just always let me know that my hair or what I look like, what I'm wearing never define me. And with them doing that, it really just kind of gave me confidence and just self-belief. And my parents were just always amazing always great. They always push me and my brothers. And then when I played sports, sports always just made me have belief as well. So I always had friends and teammates that were always supportive of me. And they didn't really care about my hair. And then that really allowed me to notice the difference and just grow from that situation.
0: That's great advice. Families is so important. A lot of people in this world are facing tough times right now. What advice would you give to others on how they can stay confident despite the circumstances they find themselves in?
1: I think one of the biggest things to stay about uh, staying confident is just understanding that every successful person has failed. Every su- 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 successful person has went through a tough time, went through failure to or get to where they're right now. I don't know any people that are doing well in life that haven't overcome stress, haven't overcome trouble or difficulties. And the difference between some people and others is just some is a little bit earlier than others in life. But you have to just bring people around you that have a like-minded attitude. Uh, one of the quotes that my dad always used to tell me, tell me the, the five people you're closest to, and I can tell you what your life would look like, you know? Mm-hmm. And and to me, that really meant a lot. So I just always try to keep myself around people that were positive uplifting, and what I wanted to be like. So I always put myself around people that were trying to be successful and trying to grow and trying to do better. And that's why I felt like I was been able to be so positive.
0: I think that's all such incredible advice. And in that realm, in 2014, you were drafted in the first round of the NFL draft by the Pittsburgh Steelers. What was this moment like? What what does that feel like to be drafted in the first round?
1: Yeah, to so be drafted in the first round, it's it's kind of an emotion that I can't even explain over the, you know, a podcast mm-hmm. over a because like I said, I've been playing football since I was five years old. So just thinking about all the practices, all the reps, all the pain, the surgeries, the hardships I had to go through just to get to that moment that most people dream of or or pray about to just have that moment. Most kids that play football or any type of sport has a moment when they say in the first round draft pick to the, whatever team they grew up liking is Ryan Shazier. I was actually able to have that moment. So just to actually be able to achieve The success that I've wanted since I was a child, I can't even explain that to you how much that meant. Hmm.
0: From people I know in the league and tied to the league, I've heard repeatedly that the Pittsburgh Steelers organization has a culture unlike any other. Did you experience that? What struck you about the culture of the team?
1: One thing I would say about the culture of the Pittsburgh Steelers is they do a really good job of balancing business and culture and business and family. Some people are very business. All all they talk about is business. All they worry about is business and all they worry about is how can I do what's best for me? And I feel like the Steelers do a really good job of having a balance and understanding, hey, we're winning football games but we don't win football games if we don't have the right people around we're not winning football games if we don't have guys that want to win that guys that want to be successful and guys that's not focused on the material things but they're focused on their team their family and growing within that you know i feel the longer you're within the organization and this obviously sounds like common sense, but the closer you would come to the family of the Roonies and the closer you would come to the family of the city. And I think the city and the Roonies kind of thrive off each other, just the way the relationships are for the city is how the team is.
0: That's such great insight. If you're open to discussing it, I'd like to turn now to 2017. Is Is that okay?
1: Yeah, we can talk about it a little bit.
0: Following a Pro Bowl appearance, the Steelers exercised a fifth-year option on your contract that April. You were playing at an incredibly high level. Then on December 4th, in a Monday night football matchup against the Bengals, the unthinkable happened. You suffered an injury that paralyzed you. What, What do you remember or what are you willing to share about your recollection of that moment?
1: So one of the biggest things I can just say about that moment is that most people just have to really understand that at any moment in any person's life, that your life can completely change. And that's exactly how mine was. I was at the top of the world. I felt like I was the best linebacker at the the world in my position. And unfortunately I played the Cincinnati Bengals on a Monday night football game. And I I just made a, a routine tackle, but that routine tackle caused me to have a fracture, which caused me to be, uh, paralyzed. Uh, the biggest thing I can say is just to the grace of God and just uh, the support of the Roonies, the Stillers, the NFL, my family, I was able to overcome this with a lot of hard work. Uh, so, yeah, it was definitely uh, a time uh, in my life that I would never see coming. Most people would never see coming. And, you know, one thing that I've learned is that I, from this struggle is just how to continue to overcome.
0: Hey, everyone. I hope you're enjoying the show. Please don't forget to rate, subscribe and review Ruling Sports on iTunes or your favorite podcast streaming service. It goes a long way to growing the show. Thank you for your support. Something that strikes me about your story and the media and other work that you've done since that moment is mindset was such a critical part to the journey to where you are today. In 2021, you published a book, Walking Miracle, how faith, positive thinking, and passion for football brought me back from paralysis and helped me find purpose. How did you overcome doubt in this journey?
1: So the way I overcame doubt is the same way that I overcame my scoliosis, the same way I overcame my alopecia, was just having the people around me that weren't accepting doubt. So I didn't have people around me that didn't believe that I would walk again. I didn't have people around me that were going to feed me negative energy. Only had people around me that believed in what I believed and wanted the best for me and thought positive about the whole situation of my injury and just seeing where I can be and not where I was at. I think a lot of people get confused and have people in their corner worried about where they're at and where they're going through. And it kind of hurts them to actually get to where they're trying to go.
0: Sometimes, though, we have those people in our lives that have doubt or have negative feelings. Maybe they just don't have the positivity that we have or that we want. How do you deal with those people? How do you deal with the naysayers, the negative people in your life?
1: So there are multiple ways that you can deal with it. If somebody that's really, really close to you and you want them to change, you just have to start to pour more and more and more into them to start seeing them become a little bit positive themselves. Or you have to, if they're not that close to you or they're not somebody that you feel isn't important enough to uh, change your journey, then you have to walk away. You, sometimes you, just, you can't have people in your circle or people around you that don't believe or don't see a future or where you're trying to go. So sometimes you may lose friendships because you guys are on two different plans. You may help your brother out while they might be a negative Nancy and you say, hey, I'm gonna need you just to be around me a little bit more so you can understand how to overcome this situation. Mm-hmm. And I think those are two different ways to handle it, but I think those are two very effective ways of, of of helping those people overcome.
0: That's great advice. And listeners just need to realize, to Ryan's father's point, you are those five people you surround yourself with. And if you're trying to move into new places, if you're trying to achieve what hasn't been done or the unprecedented You can't have people around you who don't believe that anything is possible. So I think that's very wise, incredible advice. Do you want exclusive insights from your favorite athletes, sport industry leaders, and innovators delivered straight to your inbox? Subscribe today to The Ruling Sports Newsletter, The Ruling Sports newsletter cuts the mystery out of success by bringing you leadership tools, entrepreneurial strategies, business insights, and wellness tips straight from some of the world's most positively impactful people. So go to rulingsports.com today and subscribe for free. You recently launched a new podcast in partnership with Wondery. It's called Don't Call It a Comeback. Can you tell us a little bit about the show?
1: So Don't Call It a Comeback is a show that spotlights amazing comeback stories when it comes to sports, when it comes to just through life. But we really focus on sports. There might be an amazing fourth quarter comeback. And like, for instance, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, this recently with Tom Brady, or if somebody overcome a a crazy injury or even just like uh, Justin Verlander, he's overcome his injury, came back won a Cy Young Award, and also won the uh, the World Series. So the, the one thing about our podcast is we really do a, a really good job, me and Dave Damashek, of just breaking down the whole story and then just talking to uh, a variety of uh, guests about how wonderful these comeback stories are.
0: That's awesome. What motivated you to launch the show?
1: I feel like I have a comeback story. I think it's a story that a lot of people can resonate with. But one thing that I've really noticed with comeback stories, just going through my life and meeting others, is that how inspirational comeback stories are, how they can uplift people and show people, no matter who you are, you can overcome this. You can grow from this. And you might can actually be the best from this. And that's one thing that I really love about our podcast, because we break out so many different comeback stories, so many different scenarios, so many different people and how their lives and so many people's lives around them have been changed because of the the changes they made to, to overcome.
0: I love it because it's inspirational. It's motivating. There's enough bad news in the world. I love that you're putting something positive into the world with this creation. One comeback that a lot of athletes have to make is to find their purpose after the end of their athletic career. Athletic transition is one of the most difficult battles any athlete goes through. What advice do you have for athletes who are transitioning to a new phase of life after the conclusion of their athletic career?
1: So there are so many different ways of transitioning. For some people, if you've been in the NFL for a while, you have a little bit of breathing room. So then you have more opportunities to look at different things that you want to get into. But if you're somebody that's coming straight out of high school and you're trying to find a job, the biggest thing that I can tell you is to go find something that you enjoy and then actually put 100% into that job or put 100% into that transition. Because a lot of times I've seen, even with myself, Guys that's been in the NFL and people that I know that haven't made it professionally in any capacity, when somebody has a second or third plan, that first plan always doesn't do as well. Mm -hmm. And one thing I want to really say is that people have to really lock in on the plans that they have and really focus on how they can overcome because a lot of times people are half in, half out. And I was talking to one of my mentors the other day. and He was like, hey, when you have a plan A, I mean, when you have a plan B, when that plan A gets tough, that plan B looks really pretty. Mm. You know, so that's the biggest thing when it comes to transition, especially when you're playing sports for Most guys that's played professional, most guys that's played college, they've played this sport for five plus years, 10 plus years, for me, 20 plus years. So the transition from it is really hard. So if you know that you don't wanna be in that, look at your options, see what something that you enjoy, and then actually put 100% of your time into it. And then if you put 100% of your time into it and you see that doesn't work, put your time 100% into something else. Because if you're putting your time uh, little by little into everything, you're not going to be able to reach the full benefits of the transition.
0: Be all in, be all in in one thing. That's incredible advice. Ryan, we're going to link to the podcast in the show notes. I know listeners of this show are going to really enjoy listening to Don't Call It a Comeback how else can people keep up with what you're doing?
1: So you can also go to my social media. My Instagram is just Shazier. My Twitter is Ryan Shazier. And then you can also find me, Ryan Shazier, on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. But, you know, and you can also learn more about Don't Call It Come Back on YouTube on the Wondery channel.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Ryan. And, and thank you just for your spirit and the testimony that you're bringing into this world that anything is possible as long as you have faith and don't give in to doubt. So thank you for sharing your journey with us today.
1: Thank you so much. I really enjoyed being on here with you.
0: Hey everyone, thanks for listening. I hope you gained wisdom that will help you rule your life. Let's stay connected on social media. We're at Ruling Sports on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and LinkedIn sign up for our weekly newsletter at rulingsports.com and email me your thoughts about the show at alicia at rulingsports.com. If you liked what you heard, subscribe, rate, and review the show and join us next time.